Hey, it's Lindsay. I just wanted to let you know we're working on a new show for you that we're really excited about. We've got an awesome guest, a fantastic story about something that may or may not be evil, and our first go at original music. But we need a little bit longer to work on it. We're about to play an episode that we first aired back in the spring that you might have missed if you just tuned into our show. It's one of our favorites. And stay tuned, because even if you've already heard the show, you'll want to hear our update at the end. Welcome to the Tumble Podcast, the show where we explore stories of science discovery. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. And today we have a super exciting show about discovering new species, featuring some scientists who practically walk face first into an animal no one had ever seen before and caught it all on video. My name is Joe Hansen, and I host a YouTube series for PBS Digital Studios called It's Okay to Be Smart. Joe has a PhD in biology. But now I just make YouTube videos. It's not a bad job if you can get it. Right? Apparently some people do this for a living. And Joe told me about his friend Destin, who has a channel called Smarter Every Day, and he just so happens to be a rocket scientist too. Not like that's hard. Destin's curious about everything, and he loves to find out about other kinds of science, not just space rocketry. And so that's why he ended up joining an expedition of biologists at a nature preserve in Peru. He was down in the Amazon rainforest, lucky enough to head down there and check out, you know, one of the most rich biological landscapes on Earth. And one night they took a walk and noticed something pretty interesting in the woods. And it ended up being something that nobody had ever seen before. So what was it? Hold on. What's amazing about this is because Destin makes videos, there is video from the moment of discovery. So this is, you know, the rainforest. It's thick with vegetation. Uh, It's nighttime. It's dark. And, you know, they say in the rainforest you hear more than you see. And, you know, there's just bugs and, and, and monkeys and birds and things that are just out there in the darkness. A lot of things are active at night, so they love to go out at night. So... Gordon and Destin and Phil put their headlamps on and went out into the woods. Gordon's the sound engineer and Phil's the biologist, and they were all out at night looking for ants. Dead ants, actually. Phil was interested in studying a parasitic fungus that kills ants to spread more fungus. That fungus is called cordyceps. And then Gordon turns the corner, and that's when he saw this weird pile of like leaves and debris sitting in the middle of a spider web. And as he gets closer, he calls Phil over. He's like, hey, Phil, have you ever seen anything like this? Like this, does cordyceps infect spiders? And Phil's like, I don't think so. I don't think that that cordyceps infect spiders. And that's when Dustin turned his camera on and they ran over. And then the web started twitching. Like crazy. I mean, they, they put their face right up to it. Just bang, 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 bang like something small living on there. Hey, dude, does, is that a fake spider that that thing makes? What's, I think that... What's bumping that? Yeah, there's a bug living on there. That actually may have made a fake spider out of debris. No. Not even kidding. So, wait, what, like a... 
a, a spider that builds a fake spider. Yeah, isn't that totally crazy? It looks like there's a tiny spider that builds a larger version of itself out of a thin layer of dust and leaves and whatever it could find. It kind of looks like a poorly done superhero emblem, like kind of like Spider-Man. Like, so Spider-Man, who made your uh, emblem? It's like, oh, the spider. <laughs> spider did it. That's why it looks kind of crappy. Small on top, fan-shaped, and it's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight little legs sticking out from this debris pile in the middle of the web. It's a tiny spider disguised as a big spider. Yeah, Shut up. Or something. No one can believe what they're seeing. They're pretty sure this is a decoy spider that this tiny little, you know, it's about an inch wide, uh, but the spider that made it is only about a quarter of an inch wide and it's sitting there behind it and it's using it as a way to scare off predators and as a way to make sure nothing too big for it to handle lands in its web. Nuts. I've never, ever, ever seen Did we that. discover something? <laughs> That's my favorite part of the video. Did we discover something? <laughs> I guess that's what the moment of discovery sounds like. Is this is this something new? It's, yeah, does anyone not know this? It's not sciencey at all. They just instantly stop being these scientists and 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 professionals, and they're just genuinely excited and curious. You can hear that in the way they're talking. It's so it's so cool to hear that that excitement, and that's why people do this. I think is is chasing that moment. It just makes you feel so good to experience that. You're the first person on Earth who's ever seen that thing. And it could be a big thing. It could be you know, a, a very tiny thing, but you, know, you are the person who's seen that. And that's kind of like a way to make a difference. How do you find this stuff? Is discovery, it, it seems like it's just being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's a big question that I had, too. And I wonder, could they have just seen it, but not really seen it and just walked past? Like, is that what most of us would have done? So I asked Joe about this, and he said being able to recognize discovery is sort of like a personality trait. Yeah, Destin is is amazing. And, and, and the friends that he makes, you know, the people around him have this sort of infectious curiosity, always wondering why everything works why you know why clouds look the way they do and why rain falls from the sky and and why weird piles of trash in the middle of a spider web uh, and then they found what turned out to be a completely new group of spiders that do this so it was a new type of spider yes and it was a new behavior no one knew of a spider that had built a decoy of itself so Phil, the biologist, went and wrote a scientific paper about it, which is what you have to do to tell the other scientists what you discovered in the woods one night. It was a monster. <laughs> and so then the other scientists started going out and looking for these spiders, and they found some in the Philippines who also built decoys, and they were totally unrelated to the spiders in the Amazon, which is really interesting. That is really interesting. Not to mention it's decoy spiders hey it's Lindsay back again with an update so we played that episode for a big group of kids this summer and they had a great question that we didn't answer in the original version of the story why do the spiders build decoys it's a really 
bizarre behavior and there was no answer to it. So I decided to find out. Remember how I said that scientists found another species of decoy spiders in the Philippines? So the scientist who discovered those spiders, Larry Reeves, came to the Amazon to study the Amazonian spiders with Phil Torres, the scientist in our story. So since then, they found tons of these spiders, and they say the most surprising thing now is that it took so long for people to discover them. But unfortunately, they don't have a good answer yet as to why the spiders build these webs with fake decoy spiders. They have a hypothesis, though. That's the possible explanation that they're going to test. What they think is that the spiders might use the decoy spiders to protect themselves from damselflies. These damselflies in the Amazon are the largest species of damselflies in the world, and spiders are their absolute favorite meal. So if this hypothesis is correct, the spiders would be building decoys to make themselves look bigger and scare off the damselflies. It might seem like these spiders are smart enough to build these webs, but this behavior is actually in their DNA. It's like they're programmed to do it. It's evolution. What scientists really want to know is if spiders on different continents evolved this behavior separately, or if they had a common decoy spider building ancestor somewhere in their past and then spread out to all of these different places in the world. And that's the thing when you discover a new species that's really exciting. You have to find your own answers to every single question. You can't assume anything. We'll keep you updated on decoy spider information as it becomes available. But until then, that's our show. So again, thanks this week to Joe Hansen and the kids at our listening parties this summer who were so curious about spiders and their own backyard insects. Our associate producer, Sarah Lentz, Dennis Foley in the Austin Listening Lounge for helping with our sound, and Ashley Cox, who's the newest member of the Tumble team, and she's getting our newsletter and YouTube channel off the ground. Our newsletter, which is called The Tumble, will be filled with our favorite science stories of the week and will feature other podcasts that are great for kids. So if you like Tumble and you want to hear our recommendations of other podcasts that you might want to listen to, Sign up at tumblepodcast.com for our newsletter and stay tuned for more stories of science discovery.